watch a few movies, take a few notes. It was fun. No! Oh, we going? <laughs> Welcome to Cocktails Cinema. I am your first favorite bartender, your third favorite author, Josh Price. I'm here with the Spooky Boys. Ooh, Introduce yourselves. This is Fozman. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a great evening. What's up, guys? Shasti. Glad to be here. Hell yeah. What do we got tonight, Joshy? Well, in the spirit of the season, uh, we have ourselves Scream. Gonna be a screamer. Yeah, and to to pair with that movie, we have um, a little bit of apple pie punch. This is a actually a college recipe I had from years ago. You left out the Everclear. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were we were always bigger bourbon fans, so yeah. we did it with whiskey. A little bean. What else is in here then? Because this is delicious. So yeah, so like this one. tonight it's uh, it's about two ounces of Jim Beam, an ounce of apple puckers. Uh, three dashes of cherry bitters, mm. a little splash of maraschino syrup. Well, there's a dry uh, ingredient in this cocktail. There is. Mm. There's a little bit of uh, ground nutmeg. Shit, in there and shake it. It's all spice. And then to uh, <laughs> to top her off. Oh, it was all spice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it shines. Yeah. It's delicious. And then uh, we topped her off with uh, ginger beer. It's good. It's yeah. good. And as you know, I don't like ginger beer, but this is a good one. It's crisp. Yeah. It feels folly. It's nice. The weather's starting to change. It's, mm-hmm. it's an interesting time of year. Interesting drink. And like typically, when you when you've got uh, like an apple pie drink, it's much more. It's usually a little sir, a little syrupy, and uh, it's more designed for like shots and stuff mm-hmm. like that. This is this is an actual cocktail where you can you can sit and sip on it, throw it on some ice. So that's how we got it going tonight. It's a good one, college boy. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably my my first real cocktail and it was an accidental recipe. <laughs> I just happened to have this well my roommates happened to have this shit in the closet and I'm like, ah, this Let's smells throw good all together." This shit together. Take a drink. Yeah. I was so I was I in my sophomore year of, of college, committing crimes by drinking underage and uh, so I would I would sip on <laughs> sip on this punch and uh, I literally watched all four of the Halloween movie marathons like this. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Just nice. getting blitzed on a Saturday night. <laughs> so, yeah. Alright. So, Josh, I got a question for you. Okay. What's oh, your favorite good? scary movie? Well, it doesn't have to be your favorite, but... Uh, well, I would probably put this top 20. Top 20. Scream is definitely top 20. My favorite scary movie is a, is a tough decision, but Scream is up there. Um... Leading right into my usual behind-the-scenes spe- the spiel. Per huge. Um, so, Scream came out in 1996. We love the 90s. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a Wes Craven series. He did, he's done all of the, the four films so far. Obviously, he passed away in like 2015. So, he's not going to be doing the up-and-coming fifth installment that's supposed to come out next year or the year after. Um... But yeah, so he, he did all of the original four, and uh, this was inspired by an actual murderer. So, so there was the Gainesville Ripper in, uh, I believe, Florida in 1990, and he, over a span of like four days, he just ripped apart some college kids. Um, my Favorite Murder actually details his story in an episode called Made of Crystals, so if you want the full, the full spiel, check them out. Um, 
But yeah, so back to the movie. Uh, it had a $14 million budget, and it exploded with a $173 million box office gross. So it, like, in a... Wow. Yeah, it, it up until 2018, it was the highest grossing slasher movie when adjusted for inflation. Um, the only movie that's ever beaten it was the 2018 Halloween remake. Oh, okay. The they yeah. sold a lot of costumes, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ghostface is still a popular Halloween costume. Ghostface. Um, what was it called in the movie? It's like Father Father Death or something like that. Uh, the package said something. Yeah, like the, actual, the actual costume is, is Father Death. Daddy Death. Yeah, Daddy but... Death. Um, I don't even I don't even know why they went with Ghostface, but uh, the last thing I'll I'll say before we go into our speed run here is the the mask is actually based on a famous painting called the Scream. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. so the movie Absolutely. was originally called Scary Movie. They're gonna say uh, William Shatner like Michael Myers. Or <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the movie was originally called Scary. It was originally movie? called Scary Movie, and that's what all the spoofs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and like I've got some notes for that later. Okay. But, like, all right, that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, we'll I'm get just, into the scary that's movie. Stuff. Time, <laughs> but they changed the name of the movie just to number one, so it was a little more punchy. It's one syllable. Yeah. And on top of that, the mask is from that painting, so it was a nice callback. Heck yeah, beautiful. But uh, tonight I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the the speed review. I don't I don't know if have you have we had anybody else do the speed review? Yeah, yeah. We We're, should have we should have a guest do the speed review just <laughs> out, out of nowhere. Yeah. But anyway, um, so this will be a quick one. So, a killer named Ghostface kills uh, Drew Barrymore at her home after calling her house and asking her a series of ill-fated questions about horror movies to see what your insides look like. Um, so the next day, uh, as the news starts to spread, um, a group of teens centered around the incomparable Nev Campbell become fascinated with and intricately involved with the murder investigation. Um, Ghostface actually starts fixating on Nev and attempts to kill her several times, killing her friends and peers along the way and, uh, their principal at one point, <laughs> um, it all kind of culminates at a house party where Ghostface eventually corners uh, Nev Campbell and reveals that it's actually two killers. It's her boyfriend and their friend Stu. Who have been making fun of this guy the whole time. Right. Like, nah, whatever. This is funny. They've been working together, um, and it's kind of a revenge murder because Nev Campbell's mom was boinking... Uh, the boyfriend's dad, and it caused the his mom to to leave. So he naturally, as you do, you kill your girlfriend and, and her it's whole like the family. One year anniversary, <laughs> right? And they staged another murder back then. Yeah, yeah, Cotton. Yeah. So uh, at the last possible second, as you do in a horror film, the killers are killed, and the town is uh, left to deal with the with the trauma as the sun rises. And that's the last shot of the film: is the sun coming up over. Uh, Dewey in a stretcher. Yeah, over a, this this chaotic scene, <laughs> and uh, the beautiful Courtney Cox is reporting on the on the incident. The beautiful Courtney Cox. Over so yeah, Dewey. That's our. That's I'm getting better at this, guys. That's fine. I really am. That's good. That's good. I mean, the this drinks are easy. Fire too. <laughs> this is delicious. Yeah, I'm not known for my brevity, but I'm getting better. <laughs> is this is this Ooh. your favorite drink, Greg? Uh, we, uh, it's, it's up there. Yeah. I'm I mean, I do like. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. 
Yeah, this ain't bad. No, it's good. It's good. I do like a good old fashioned. <laughs> but hey. But yeah, no, it's a uh, it's pretty straightforward. I think. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the opening scene at least. I mean, sets the the jiffy pop. Yeah, this movie I mean? <laughs> starts fucking hard. Yeah, and it doesn't really. It let starts up. with jiffy pop. It does. <laughs> I mean, that, that's <laughs> you. Can, nobody makes popcorn that way. Like even when I was growing up, we didn't do it that we way. We did it often. maybe once or twice. Yeah, it was I a novelty it thing. Was like, okay, this... yeah, because you get end up setting your house on fire. And that, thing, <laughs> that thing is engulfed in flames by the end of that scene. And it's always either burnt or not done enough. I don't know. Yeah, I. It's we were like kind of talking off mic. Turkey, where a pop, but you know, a little yeah. ticker comes the, out, the yeah. button <laughs> pops out the ass. <laughs> it's just done whenever you decide it's done. <laughs> but, yeah, she was kind of dumb. Drew. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a boyfriend. I'm alone. You're random. You're randomly talking to this guy, like you know him. So I got a, I got a question because I kind of remembered her being in more of the movie, but she's really only in about five, seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Why is she on the cover? I guess maybe just. For Maybe just for draw. I don't know. I mean, because she was a recognizable face. Yeah, you think? Maybe. I mean, at the '90s, Nev Campbell was. I mean, I mean this uh, this whole cast. Uh, Lillard. Uh, what's Matthew Lillard? Is, is it yeah. His, his character name. Well, this was this was like Wes Craven kind of broke the mold a little bit, and he went back to well, I didn't break the mold, but he went back to an old old tradition of having well established actors. Yeah, in a horror. Film. I was gonna say I, I could see that he wanted her for that role, mm-hmm. and maybe she didn't want you know a, a, a more main role, mm-hmm. and like maybe she cost a lot of money, and like you said, a yeah. recognizable face in that period of time. That's that's possible. You know, she's the first name on the on the on the credits. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Yeah, it's just it, it it's a little confusing looking at the rest of the film. Like yeah. it, it didn't I mean, obviously I was like five when this movie came out. <laughs> so it didn't register with me then. But looking back on it, Drew Barrymore plays a minimal role. Mm-hmm. What what year was this? Ninety six. Ninety six. So I remember when Scream came out, like going trick or treating that year and wearing Wearing yeah. the, the yeah. mask or like I think uh, I was it would be like eight or nine at that yeah, point. Like, yeah, like that would be a popular thing to put on your front door mm-hmm. and you go up and knock and be like, Oh, it's a scream mask. Scream and we were door. so young, they'd be like, Your parents don't let you watch that. <laughs> yeah. like, and they still sell them shits. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's still a popular <laughs> Yeah, but popular uh costume. So you just ask her some questions. Hey, she she hangs up on him, he gets pissed. Yeah, he does <laughs> not like being hung up on. Nope. I guess maybe, Hello, Sydney. <laughs> maybe it's that abandonment issue that comes in later from his yeah. So like, don't leave me on the phone. That's kind of oh, what I felt. Yeah, <laughs> was it? It that doesn't really sound like Stu's personality. Mm. That sounds like Billy, the oh, boyfriend. Yeah, for definitely. sure, for sure. He's definitely the lead, the controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the control freak. That comes in late too. Mm-hmm. As far as I don't even think Stu knew the reason behind, like his motive. As they talk about motives later, um, I don't think. I don't know. Stu, Stu sounds, looked shocked when he actually said to. To Nev Campbell. Um, well, it was like everyone was roasting her for her mom, just mm-hmm. like being yeah. promiscuous. To yeah, the, like, where it's just like the hello. girls talking in the bathroom when she's hiding in the yeah, stall. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like dude might have known the the motive. but Yeah. I I, I feel like he he would have known, like, in general. But it's it, I don't think he, he would have gone into that kind of detail. He just seemed shocked to me, at least. Yeah. Like, it's, when, it's, when it came out, he's like, oh, damn. Yeah. We're not just doing this for, like, shits and gigs anymore. Mm-hmm. Not, well, they were also the ones that stab that, me, bro. <laughs> they, they were the ones that killed her mom the year before. Yeah, and they yeah. Uh, and they yeah. kidnapped her dad. Yep, yeah, because in this one, they like to. Uh, what's the word? Um, I'm looking for murder. Murder. They like to murder. <laughs> no, set him up. You know that cop, yeah. whatever his name was. Um, they set him up for that murder, and now they were trying to set up her dad as well. So it's it's actually kind of funny. I I I think we should we should hit some of the sequels down the line because Liev Schreiber comes back as that character in like the next 
I think all three of the next films. Yeah. yeah. And he's got a, a he's like a full a fledged storyline. Yeah, I think he was the killer in the second or third one or something like that, right? He ended up being that. He, he filled those shoes. If I I'm trying to think. There's because I think it was the third film where the the script was leaked, or the second oh, one of the, one of the films where the script was leaked, and he was the killer. Uh, so they changed it. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah, so he he was originally. Was you know the bad guy. He was supposed to be a bad guy, but they had to switch it up a little bit to kind of maintain the the twist. The twist. So yeah, let's. We didn't we didn't do cast this time, but I don't think we necessarily have to because yeah. they'll be coming up. Yeah. Um. Because quite literally, the first note I have here is just Skeet fucking Ulrich. <laughs> I love Skeet Ulrich. So say what you said before this. He is a. He's the he's the poor man's Johnny Depp. <laughs> he is perfect and. With especially with that like haircut he's got yeah, like, he's, over he's, his over his eyes and the hair and and like especially that time period where it's just after Jump Street mm-hmm. so he's got the hair he's got the real like intense eyes why do you like Skeet Ulrich I just the dude, ch- like first the of all, chiseled job first of all, that is a good looking man <laughs> the like, deathly stare he's like it's a good looking dude and second of all he's he's been in some some cool stuff that guy. and even the the <laughs> the stuff that he wasn't good, good. Yeah, oh, yeah. with them eyes. With, his, with his brow looking at me I'm gonna kill you. He could melt me for sure. Um, <laughs> you. I mean, I'm a straight guy, but nobody's that straight. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, even the the goofy shit that he's been in, like Riverdale on CW, he's been good in that. I don't even like Riverdale, but I'll watch just to see his. I have scenes. no idea what that is. It's it's the it, it's like a teen drama based on the Archie comics, very loosely. Uh, okay. But Skeet Ulrich plays Jughead's dad, and he's in like this biker gang and. Yeah, he's, he's just a cool dude. Did he dude. change his name to Skeet? Or was that like Bert? I don't know. Because, I mean, that's a weird name. It sounds skate, like skate, a stage skate, name. Skate, yeah. right? <laughs> it sounds like a stage name that was the, probably like a nickname all yeah. growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe he grew up in, in, in the boondocks and he was good with a shotgun. Skeet shooting yeah. style? Yeah. yeah. Bullshit. Pole. Bullshit. Pole. <laughs> I don't know. I'm reaching here. He's a knife My guy, My arms man. aren't very he's long. He's a knife guy. You he's a- <laughs> they lose the gun. They Twice. <laughs> Or no, three times. They lose the gun to Courtney Cox. They lose the gun to Nev Campbell. And then they lose the gun to... Well, Courtney Cox, I think, picks up Doom's Again. gun. Yeah. Again, yeah. I think Doom's yeah. gun. That's what it is, but, yeah. But that, was, that first opening scene, though, with Drew strung up on the tree and her boyfriend, that was pretty Holy cool. Holy shit, yeah. That was pretty yeah. cool. I didn't think they were... It's they, intense. Yeah, they go in, they go in hard, for sure. Well, yeah, because at that time, if you're seeing it for the first time, you think, oh, it's Drew Barrymore. She's on the mm-hmm. cover when I yeah. walked in this movie theater. She's the first person you think she's going to. And, like, automatically, like, that that death takes you by surprise for that matter. That's what it was. Holy shit. You're clairvoyant. That's why they put her on the cover. I just mean, like, she's on the poster yeah, because yeah. you don't expect her to die. First name in the credit? They, like, yeah. normally don't die. Well, right. sometimes, but it's, like, top paid actor like that. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, that that's an era where you didn't kill your your top actors. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, I mean, in the Game of Thrones era, we'll kill anybody. Like right. you don't even have to be an actor. Scream we'll two, you. you go to that, you're like, all right, they yeah. murdered Drew in the first five <laughs> minutes. Like anyone's fair game. That wasn't the, it was like Carmen Electra or something like that. In the, second, the first one, something like that. See, it's like or maybe I'm, that was scary she, movie. that's scary I movie. Yeah, yeah it's, it's I, so I was happy when Josh said that we want to go back and watch them all again or revisit some of the others, just mm-hmm. because you know it's like a longer series. They kind of. Yeah, men, and men it's, together it's got point. a really good lore. Like when yeah. you when you talk about horror films, like horror film series, Halloween has an okay lore, but it's not mm-hmm. all that in depth. 
Um, you know, Friday the 13th is just the same story over and over and over again. But the story of, of Nev Campbell in this series of, of Sydney, it spans these four films and it does a decent job of mm. keeping them connected. You know what I really liked about this is kind of Jamie Kennedy's role as being like the narrator of yeah. horror movies in general. He's a video store guy. He knows every fucking thing about horror movies. He, he lists off the rules like rule number one, mm-hmm. whatever. Rule number two, uh, rule number one, you're, you're dying if you're a vir- or you're, you're gonna yeah. live if you're a virgin. <laughs> yeah. Rule number two, don't drink alcohol, do drugs, something like that. You know, but he goes through and gives these rules, and they mm-hmm. seem to come into play except for the virgin rule because. Skeet gets that. Skeet gets that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she lives. Well, he even says, he's like, you failed that, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn. But yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a, I think he's a crucial part to it, and he's hilarious. And he's mm-hmm. got like a crush on Nev, too. And just, <laughs> I think, I, I think every few minutes. We took a while with me. As The real star of this movie is... Uh, is Stu Lillard. Matthew Lillard. I think he... He is the number one in here, and he fucking I, Shaggy himself. Yeah, well, he was in uh, Steve-O from uh, Salt Lake City no, uh, yeah. Punk. SLC yeah, Punk. yeah, that was yeah. my first role. I remember uh, he was in Hackers. Mm-hmm. He was. Oh, awesome. that was the first role <laughs> yeah, I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're bringing uh, it back. Uh, without a paddle. <laughs> yeah, that he was awesome. Like this, uh, he deserves such. He deserves so much more. Like he, he deserves a lot of energy. He you does. Know, he kind of controls. You tell he loves what he does. Yeah, and. He's not. He's humble about it. He's just like, I'm mm-hmm. having fun. Let's put this thing forward, man. I've listened to some interviews with him. Like he was, uh, he was on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast uh, a year or two ago, and it was just one of the most fun interviews I've ever heard. Because he's he's a normal dude who just loves his job, and he's he's the kind of guy I would love to hang out with. He's gonna end up on like NCIS or something, like as a detective. Like I all fucking the other hope people. not. Like, <laughs> like just, all the other ones do. I hope he's a, he's able to ride off into the sunset with four million dollars or four billion dollars and four just million. four million dollars. Get him through next week. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he definitely shines. Um, I would. And you don't necessarily think about it until you rewatch it, but the unsung hero of this movie is the fucking soundtrack. Yeah, like I, yeah. I guess we talked about that one scene. I really liked the the re, the remake of Don't mm-hmm. Fear the Reaper. During, yeah. I think it was like one of the times that homie snuck in through mm-hmm. the window. I think it's the first time he sneaks through the window. How much yeah. pressure he's putting on her to have yeah. sex. Yeah, like, this kid's fucking like, rapey. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh, and the first time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's I'm only it's because it's because it's not even like alluding to he's the killer. Don't fear yeah. the reaper. Or maybe it's that as well. But the line about Romeo climbing through Juliet's window yeah. and yeah. shit. I was watching with subtitles and as he's climbing through the window, it's that line. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, I didn't think about that, but yeah, she doesn't fear the reaper at that oh, point. Right, right. Yeah, right. He's, he's, he's <laughs> that fucking escaped me. Yep. That's really good. I mean, and we should expect it. This is a fucking Wes Craven movie. So yeah, like he's, he's going to have goddamn bees. We got bees in the house here. <laughs> Fall he, weather, he, baby. He, he thinks about his projects in, on that deep level, you know? Doesn't always show. I'm sorry, but I, I know that he kind of counted himself out skeet as far as, like, he there was two killers at the end, which mm-hmm. helps yeah. <laughs> cover anything up. That was a smart play on them. But I, you knew he was the fucking killer. The guy's demented. Mm-hmm. You can just get the dead eyes, man. He played it. Jamie he played Kennedy it. called it. Yeah. In, in the, video. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, and it's like and Jamie Kennedy just... Him out too. 
just calling out like the formula for Scooby-Doo and you bring up Sh- yeah. Shaggy too. But it's like, think about any Scooby-Doo episode. The first person who mm-hmm. like introduces them on the land to figure out this mystery is the, the ghoul when they pull off the yeah. mask. It always is. You know what I mean? And Jamie Kennedy calls that out perfectly throughout yeah. all those scenes. Like he's... He Mask. really is the 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 audience member that's in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Like, there's even a point like towards the end of the movie where he's watching uh, Halloween, and he's like, "Jamie, turn around! Turn around. Jamie, <laughs> turn around!" And the killer's right behind yeah, him. Yeah, yes, that was that was comical for sure. Fucking thirty <laughs> second delay. <laughs> I do I do get scary movie and Scream mixed up on some of their plays, though. It's pretty funny. Then I I laughed out loud watching Scream when uh, they were talking about the NC seventeen. Like we were yeah. we started a hot and heavy. Like, you know, rated R. Then we were pushing the NC-17, and then blah 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 blah. They start making out, you know, over the panties kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's leaving, and she goes, "Will you settle for PG-13?" He goes, "What?" And she shows him. Shows yeah, him she tits. flashes him. And I think every time, like, like that, this is R. That, that well, no, the the, the the scary movie thing where it's like the They're, droopy segment. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> thought that was fantastic. Yeah. And and. He's a little salty. He had to settle for the, what is it, the OTPHJ? Over the pants <laughs> hand job? Yeah. <laughs> and what's what's Dewey's sister's name? Uh, uh, it's Rose McGowan. She, uh, yes. What's her character's name? But when she goes it's into the garage to get the beer and gets locked in yeah, the eyes so through the garage door, like she comes out and it's the same thing as Scary Movie, yeah. I remember. I yeah, don't, I don't know what actress it was, just like with the hard nipples. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No rod is just like. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because there was a little bit of a backstory on that kind of thing as she with her skimpiness and stuff like that yeah uh, what's uh what's the guy's name wines harvey weinstein harvey weinstein yeah i guess that whole thing the whole me too it's all coming together like sexual <laughs> yeah. assault thing kind of came out later way later like mm-hmm. a couple years ago or actually maybe two one year ago uh, but yeah, i guess recent. he kind of uh, assaulted her pretty bad and he's he was notorious for it apparently and yeah. uh i mean thankfully it's all coming to light and yeah. and He's. I, I'm pretty sure he's been charged. Yeah. Because um, it's not just her now, it, right? You know, I think there was a couple of big name act- actresses that. Yeah, and it was all same. like front of office people mm. and like office people. These production companies, mm. like the sickest. Yeah, whatever. So fuck, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, 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 yeah for real. Negative, but it's it's good that and it's coming to light and you know. All yeah, it's stuff. it's it's a shame that that his name is attached to such a good movie mm-hmm. or and so many good movies, but it is it is a really good thing that this is coming to light and and you know. People are like, you know, the whole Me Too thing where it's believe women. Mm-hmm. The the amount of women who have been assaulted on or harassed on some level is almost 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's an unfortunate thing. And like I said, thankfully it's it's being Dealt brought with. to light. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, back to the fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we... <laughs> Before we do, you know, we, we support women. Did it right but anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wet blanket, yeah, that, that, thing, that was a strange spot to put that in, but yeah. it needed to be said. I, I figured she's he's talking about hard nipples. I was like, I think he did it on purpose. Let's, you know, let's talk about a... hard nipples. <laughs> <laughs> but man, the uh, you know what I really liked about this movie too, um, which you don't see a lot. It's always kind of the psychopath or paths. Um, they kind of have like a not a god complex but like a almost like you can't hurt them kind of thing mm-hmm. and the whole movie uh ghostface is tripping over stuff yeah. he's getting kicked in the nuts and the you know it kind of brought a human element to he's a to clumsy play. high schooler yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah no that that's good but that, that was awesome and then i speaking of getting punched in the face that nev campbell to courtney cock shot <laughs> boom sorry i mangled your face I'm sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, dude. And I guess Courtney Cox took this role because she wanted to be a bitch. Like she wanted mm-hmm. her friend's stigma to go away. Like the yeah. nice, nice, funny, cute, you know, Chandler's girlfriend mm-hmm. thing to go away. She was like, I want something that's going to make me show my range a little bit as far as uh, acting goes. And she had to kind of, she went in time and time again to mm-hmm. kind of push herself on this role. Yeah. And I guess they were just like, all right, let's see what you got. Touch. Well, and I would, I would say this is probably the best performance I've ever seen out of her. Mm. It's, the range is there. Like she's able to be well, she emotional bang, when she, she needs to be. Dewey on and right. off the screen. <laughs> right. <laughs> David Arquette. David Arquette. Officer Dewey. Dewey. And okay. Doofy is great too. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to that. We're, we are all over the place. I love tonight. it. I love it. This movie's yeah. fun. It's, a, it's but, a fun movie. It's got comedy, action, mm-hmm. horror, you know, it's, yeah, like I said, it's a it's a great mix of everything. It is, and it it, it it was it took a horror a horror captain like Wes Craven to take all of those horror tropes and just turn them upside down. Like they talk about, um, I think it's Nev Campbell that says, "Why does why does the the stupid bitch uh, run upstairs when she should go out the front yeah, door?" Yeah, yeah. And then they've got that scene where she can't go out the front door yeah. because it's chained, yeah. so she has to run up the stairs. Yep, twice actually. I think yeah. she does that. Yeah. So they. They're able to give a good reason mm-hmm. for her actually doing that. And there's so many call-outs to, uh, what's his name, John Carpenter in mm-hmm. this movie. I think they, they mentioned, like, the McKenzie's or something down the street. That's a mm-hmm. that's like that's a Halloween shout-out. They talk about the movie in general uh, yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, a bunch of times. They, um, they mix up, they, or they combine Wes Craven and John Carpenter. Yeah, Wes, this, this, uh, what's, uh, Rose McGowan says, like, this, uh, this feels like a Wes Carpenter, Carpenter movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a cool line. But you know they're they're touching up. But I'll let you get back on point. No, you're good. You're good. I'm just I I'm jumping around in my notes here. Yeah, you're good. Um, where's my pen? I should Where mark off pen? some of this stuff, so I'm not here for six hours. <laughs> I'm gonna be here for six hours anyway. <laughs> um, oh, Shasti, uh, I wrote this down just to hear your point of view because you're a big like camera work guy. Um, one of the things I noticed like right off the bat is they use reflections without using mirrors all the way through the movie. Um, and it's, it's very pointed and it's almost done so that you can kind of see, you feel like you're looking behind you as well, but nothing's ever fully in focus in those scenes and you're a little off kilter. Um, can you think of that? Cause I mean, obviously mirrors were, a, were a big theme in yeah. shining, but I've never seen it done with, without mirrors, like just reflections in general. Yeah, I know. I think I know what you're saying. I don't, and I don't really have a concrete theory on that. Maybe it could be just like. The dude who's running full speed behind mm-hmm. you with a mask on, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like from that point of view, rather than a clear um, angle. Mm-hmm. Or... Yeah, because it's it's ne- it's like in a mirror, it's a clear reflection. You know what's yeah. behind you, but with these these window reflections, mm-hmm. it's it's murky. You don't quite know what you're looking at, and it's. I almost <clears throat> got the sense that we were supposed to think that maybe the audience is the killer. Ooh, like the idea that the only reason these events are playing out is because we're watching them. Because like I said, it, it, this movie turns all these tropes upside down, yeah, yeah. and you never expect that you're the killer. They, they do kind of put it into a POV kind of uh, mm-hmm. standpoint. Yeah, you're not, and speaking of reflections mirror, there was a scene that I saw. I think it's like I don't remember. It's either 13 minutes or like 22 minutes in there, but there's a reflection off the door where you can see the set. Oh, really? You can see like uh, cords and 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 some like sca- not scaffolding, really? but yeah, some building. But I I don't know why I noticed it, but I did, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back. Reflections, and see that again. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was it was just something that stuck out to me and it was it was 
Because normally, like I said, you see those in actual mirrors, but having that murky reflection yeah, especially in the kind dark, of dark puts yeah. you off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. And they use that too in that with the opening scene when her when uh, her boyfriend was out there on the patio as well. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit, actually. But yeah. And <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna change topics real sharp Do on it because it was at this point like it, it at this point in my notes I am about maybe 15 20 minutes in and I'm I'm sitting here going how old are these fucking people how, how many times have they failed high school yeah well, this is definitely it's, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like you were talking about it being uh, from whatever thing in Florida um, yeah the college town but this is definitely these is are a, adults. Is high school this is a high school like, right you know what I, mean? I thought it was a I thought they were in college when they first um like when Nev Campbell and her her friends are sitting out on the quad I'm, I'm yeah. like oh this is a college movie I'm like well even the opening scene drew Barrymore it's like at that time she's not Mm-hmm. 18 or younger right you know no, what i mean no, like 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 it, it's not until but they shorten up her hair it's not until it's, it's not hair. until her parents show up and she's mm-hmm. like trying to gas for her life mom help I can that hear you phone. realize that's her parents crib yeah. like right. I, I didn't you know what i mean yeah, right. i remember the first time i watched it, i didn't realize like like oh wait this is a a high school these, you you feel like yeah, i was older. like wait these people are like four years older than me like what? right they definitely are i mean nev campbell's was through the '90s, but she <laughs> right. she's yeah. been ran through the '90s a few times before yeah. this movie, you know. And I mean, I, I know that was that was a common thing was to cast you know 25 year olds to mm. play 17 year olds. And she, probably he, still, she was actually was the number one. Like Wes Craven sought her out after mm-hmm. part, Party of Five or something she was on. I think something so. Yeah, like that. sought her out as like to be that innocent mm-hmm. ass kicker. You know what I mean? It's yeah, a she, reputation she, that that she has kind of been pigeonholed into. For the most part, besides wild things, yeah. <laughs> but like you, you, she's she's kind of the the a younger version of Sarah Connor at some points. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, good. That is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought that was funny too. Just like when you realize the two guys, like Greg said, you think it's Billy the whole time. Mm-hmm. The other dude, he's. I mean, he was a little too overly confident. And I mean, that motherfucker's like six four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like hey, I knew six four dudes in high no, school. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm, what I'm, no, I'm not even saying that. The, yeah, Sydney whooping his ass. Right. Like, anytime yeah. like the costumes on, like Sydney's just like running yeah. away. But yeah. like anytime she turns around, gets locked up with him, like beats the shit yeah. out of him. Like I, I, I just like after they reveal the mm-hmm. killers, I go back and think about all the scenes where she like kicks them and they go yeah. flying back through a table or mm-hmm. something. Like, or she tabletops them. And, it took yeah. both of them. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Well, that's why they work well together. Yeah, They're getting away with murder. I guess. So Nev, don't mess with Nev. Speaking speaking of Billy, she was a virgin though, so you can't. Um, yeah, they couldn't kill her early. <laughs> you yeah, know the yeah. rules. True. That's that's why Rose McGowan had to die early, um, <laughs> yeah. or halfway through the movie. Oh man! And that that scene, that garage scene, where she oh my god, I was laughing. That's it's so ridiculous to think that a garage door opener's gonna like hold this <laughs> this adult woman and like crush her. Yeah, <laughs> mangle her. We tried body. fixing. Yeah, you we tried fixing garage yeah. garage out here a few weeks ago. She wouldn't lift. And it's yeah, like without anything, any pressure on, it's just like it doesn't open. Yeah, not gonna if there's any mail. There's like function sparks and open. fire yeah. and shit going on. I'm like, no, nah, yeah, well, that, that there's, I mean, in any kind of horror movie, there's, there is, in my opinion, Definitely. at least, comic relief. You and need like, that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge horror fan in general just because it's, a lot of it is so unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. There's very few of those movies that actually like, give me a chill or Like scare Strangers. Me. Actually, no, I really like that. I would like to touch on that yeah. later on because that, 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 that movie broke a lot of the rules as mm-hmm. far as that goes. Like, they waited till sunup to. Uh, I digress. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, we. I mean, we will definitely hit the strangers because I think that's one of the scariest movies ever made. And that one, 
broke the mold mm-hmm. completely. But like I said, yeah, we'll get into that. that. We'll get into that. Check your notes, Josh. So <laughs> um, we were talking about Billy a little bit and skeet. Like, there's a few times where it feels like when you look back, it feels like he slipped up. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure that he did. Like, remember when he when he crawls in the window after she's been attacked by Ghostface the first time? Mm-hmm. Um, when he drops he drops his phone. Yeah. Do you think that was an intentional slip up so I, that he would go to jail and get cleared? Oh. Or do you think he accidentally dropped it and was just really adaptable? I think having the second dude helped having mm-hmm. Stu right there. I don't. I, I think I it was accidental because so he too. slips. He slips up. I like that 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 point because mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. But she, she calls him out on it later. She's mm-hmm. like, "You use your first call as your call." And she's like, I, "Billy said I called my dad." She's like, "No, I was in the other room. I saw your mm-hmm. dad in that interrogation." Mm-hmm. You called room. me to tell yeah. me to tell me it wasn't you. Yeah. yeah. So there was. That's when she started figuring it out before because it, mm-hmm. the big yeah, reveal. because he knew he he's untouchable. Like so, right. So that makes me think the cell phone thing. Yeah. What, it, like he wasn't. Purposely yeah. trying to get like maybe he was trying to put it in his pocket mm-hmm. and he dropped it. Mm-hmm. But that's badass. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think either way yeah, he had it to shows... leave the mask behind. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? He had to he get the he chills. Left it right there. Well, well I mean, you, in, in that scene, <laughs> in that scene, it has to be it has to be Stu attacking her so that he has time to climb up the window. Exactly. Yeah. I think. But, yeah. But he was the one on the phone, mm-hmm. and I think it almost makes him more of a genius if he's able to be like he fucked up and he still fixed the problem yeah and was yeah. able to keep killing yeah yeah, yeah I, I think they worked in tandem i think there's the something to that because they say mm-hmm. like the, the knocks on the door i mean uh just being two places at once was kind of the big thing and you're like bewildered mm-hmm. by this and it came together but uh like how um what's the, what's fine what's fonzie's real name the principal <laughs> um it, shit it's i had it uh, henry henry winkler, henry winkler. Yeah. yeah 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 that's funny. But uh, no, the way he died, you know, knocks mm-hmm. on the door. And it happened a few times during the movie, but... That was almost unbelievable when they were knocking and then disappearing. Disappearing completely, yeah, definitely. And he played such a small role. His biggest role, which I thought was a kind of a, a funny thing, too, is in high school. I mean, we all had the the, the, the speakers and stuff going mm-hmm. through, but they did these things outside onto, like, mm-hmm. their, their quad, the quad and stuff. And he's like, remember, your principal loves you. <laughs> 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 we're going to shut down the school. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is like... And him and wow, wow, him in the wow. office with the two kids that had the masks. Yeah, with the scissors. <laughs> <laughs> You're expelled. Kid. He's so he's so aggressive, no, but it's, it's not like fair. he's actually a good principal. Like, but as a kid, yeah. you're like, fuck that guy. I'm glad he yeah, died. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, when that prank happened, I was like, all right, these kids would get like expelled before <laughs> any right. media yeah, shit happened. And <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. It's a nice movie. It's been a while since I touched back on it, so it was dope to see that, that he just rips him. Yeah, rips he tears him, him apart and expels him immediately. Yep. Well, and the other fucked up part is when they announce that he dies, they're all at the house party, mm-hmm. and they say Let's that... go to the field. Yeah, principal's yeah. like, he's, he's, he's gutted on the goalpost, goal so the football yeah. field, and all the like half the kids leave the party. That's when Jamie Kennedy's mm-hmm. character... He's by himself. In. Yeah, but but they're all like, oh, let's go before they take him down. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's And I mean... That's partially a callback to like Stand by Me, yeah. where they go, "Let's go find a dead body." Mm. But also, it's realistic. Like I can see, like I wasn't one to seek out dead bodies, but if <laughs> I can think of a few but buddies if one at that age, myself, I'd, I wouldn't shy away. <laughs> right? If, if, I'm like, I can think of a few buddies where if something like this happened, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm I'm down to go look." There was there's a morbid curiosity that that was definitely present. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that age, for sure. So we've been talking a lot of killing and stuff. There was one true love story in this. Is it between Stu and Billy? 
Uh, that's <laughs> maybe you just said two because that last time when the they're first like hugging, romance, they're like they're you know over the shoulder like hey we're gonna do right. This. I was actually talking about Dewey and Courtney Cox. <laughs> You know, they actually blossomed in there, you know? I mean, yeah. she was just trying to lead him on and get her story yeah, get and stuff. Story, but, but, but you end up loving that ass and Dewey was, yeah. all, Dewey was all goofy. Well, like you said, I told you not to bother me while I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> <laughs> Mom says you have to respect me when as I'm a man of the law. Yeah, when he's in, at work in the police station. <laughs> it's my superior. superior. Yeah. It's your 16 year old sister. The janitor is your superior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right she's older oh, than him shit. but yeah I mean like you were saying this was where Courtney Cox and David Arquette kind of hooked up so there was some natural chemistry they married there too right mm-hmm. later in like, yeah I think there was a point in, in Friends where like during the opening credits everybody changed their last name to Arquette because uh, they all to, love yeah because they were nice. all friends that's nice but in this movie she's a bitch she wanted that role she took it on not necessarily in a bad way either I mean in the beginning it's oh. bad but she's being yeah. Well, she is kind of a C-word for sure. But by the end, she's a respectable Well, she's bitch. exploiting the murder of Nev's mom big time. Right. We can get into that. I think that would be a good yeah. start to... I've got actually just one thing to to say about uh, yeah, uh, Cindy's mom. Mm-hmm. Like It's obviously through the through the whole whole portion of that movie that... She was she, promiscuous. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, what the kids would call... Billy's dad cheated on his mom with... Mm-hmm. With her, and that's why his mom left, and right. why she—that's the motive behind. Yeah, that, that's killing. the whole motive. But again, I was it, watching it, with subtitles, and for the first time ever, I noticed the line when um, Sydney's talking to Rose McGowan's character on the mm-hmm. front porch. You remember that? And she's like, "Oh, well, she doesn't believe." Yeah, her. and she's she, like, yeah. she's like, she sides with. And, yeah, yeah. She like, she's like, "What the fuck? You believe stories about my mom?" Without yeah. subtitles, I would have never known this. But it, she says, "Come on." Come on, Sid. There's only so many times you can yeah. hear that Richard Gear gerbil, gerbil story, story and not believe it. <laughs> and I rewound it. I was like, wait, wait, wait. And I, I had to pause and think for a second. Like, if they talked, is there, an, is there, like you said, they're messing mm-hmm. with with uh, actors and writers' names and mixing yeah. them. I'm like, was there any reason for them to say Richard Gear other than talking about the gerbil, the actual <laughs> gerbil story? Yeah, yeah, amazing. Like, and it's 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 funny that we're like it's the same scene where they call out uh, John Carpenter too. We are 30 years out almost from the origin of the gerbil story. Mm-hmm. All you have to say is the gerbil story, and you know what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. It never gets. It's timeless. <laughs> <laughs> it's timeless. An officer and a gerbil. Get it? Get my An officer and a gerbil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's let's talk about Dewey. Oh, so say gerbils. Let's uh, talk about gerbils. <laughs> um, <laughs> gargling gerbils. Um, Watching this back, I realized not only was this movie a an actual like masterpiece, but the original scary movie was too. Especially when it comes to the character of Doofy. Yeah, and we will probably get around someday to talking about scary movies, so I won't go into this. Just do some too parody much. stuff. But I mean the the idea that they they watched Scream, and they actually came up with as good of a twist as this movie has a better twist at the end of Scary Movie where. You know, Doofy suddenly doesn't limp anymore, mm-hmm. and he's the real killer. Kind of Kaiser Soze is the situation. Kaiser yeah. Soze. I, Kaiser Soze. Watching this again, I expected that to be the ending, because I had forgotten that there that, that was just a scary movie thing. Yeah, they, yeah. They gets, it gets it gets mm-hmm. It intertwines. Because, I mean, to me, at least, my brain... I, goes I, I, to the scary movie. Right? Yeah, it goes to comedy more than it goes to horror, for sure. Yeah. That's, my, that's, my, that's my brain. But So I remember more of... 
that comedic value of most things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I was even saying the the all the screams kind of intertwine. Then you, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not even realizing that half the things I'm thinking of are like Greg's like scary movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You had, you had to kind of I, double double check yourself. Like leading up to this movie, like when we were all talking about it, I think we all had those those misconceptions because we kept like Carmen Electra kept, kept call, coming I kept up, calling and... it scary. Movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I keep I keep <laughs> looking down in my notepad and looking at the word scream just so I don't say scary movie. It's but cool I wanted that... to say it like every time. It's cool that you brought up that it, it was originally supposed to be called that. But yeah, yeah. That was something I, I learned research in the movie, and it's it's really cool that that, that it had such an impact that the yeah. actual scary movie took cues from it. And all those other '90s ones, like I, 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 I know what you did last summer. summer. That good stuff. <laughs> that's uh, see, I, that's a good comparison for this movie because I know what you did last summer is is probably the other quintessential '90s horror series. In the '90s. But my, they throw in all the first, random ones like mm-hmm. uh, circle. What's one of the crop circles? Like in signs, signs. signs. Yeah, yeah, well, that's that's a one-off. Like as far that's as what I mean, they throw go. in yeah. a few one-offs in there too in scary movies, which I appreciate. But if you if you compare see Love Hewitt <laughs> instead of Nev Campbell and everything, right? <laughs> in the nineties, that was she was my end-all be-all. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah, that's a beautiful woman. But I mean, you compare those two movies and. Hands down, this is the better product. Mm-hmm. And part of that is Wes Craven being a, a genius. And part of it is just this was the the writer for this movie knew what he was fucking doing. Mm-hmm. Like Wes Craven didn't write this movie. I forget what the guy's name is, but and I guess that was a it's, it's he they got a lot of a lot of flack for mm-hmm. ripoffs. Um, I think there was like two or three movies that they said it was almost exactly. I think yeah. Wes Craven Craven put out a movie. Like two years prior, mm-hmm. and it was almost exactly the same as far as storyline goes. Yeah, um, and then the, he also caught flack from like stealing. Mm-hmm. I, I, the names of the movies escape my mind right now, but I don't know. This this one made bank. You know what I mean? Yeah, I it was a huge hit. He's not getting sued. I mean, besides, do you? I don't have his his uh, his whole. Wes Craven? Yeah, his whole backlog of movies he's done before. I'm trying. I mean, I know he's he was kind of in the '90s. He was the master mm-hmm. of horror. You know, it wasn't. Wes Craven was uh, uh, Friday. The, I want to say Friday the Thirteenth. He was definitely really? Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Um, he was less of the creature feature than John Carpenter, but he was he was he's a horror titan. You know, so if if creature feature mm-hmm. John Carpenter like the thing, yeah. That's yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll cover the thing someday. Maybe one day. <laughs> but yeah, it's they. This team just knew what they were doing, and they had the right cast, and it all came together. Mm-hmm. So before the nineties, um, before the nineties, pull it up there, bud. Yeah, it starts out in seventy two, last house on the left. Oh yeah. So seventy five, fireworks woman. I don't know that, but oh, wow. seventy seven, hills have eyes. Oh no shit. Uh, Eighty two. Those, those two movies have like the worst rape scenes 80, ever. No, but these are this is seventy seven one original one. Oh, but you're yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, but okay, yeah, fast gotcha. forward eighty two Swamp no. Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hills Hills sense. Have Ives two. Then it's Nightmare on Elm Street eighty four. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, so he's already got it stamped at eight. Yeah. A yeah. Good. Deadly Friend Elm Street three. People Under the Stairs in mm-hmm. 91, wow. and then Vampire in Brooklyn is 95, then it goes to Scream, and then cool. Hills Have Eyes in 2007, yeah, too. So he did the remake. He, he was on the second one, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't look like he was... Well, this is a good a good comparison. Yeah, he like, was on the second one in the, the remakes. Our, our last episode was, was The Shining. Right. And 
the the reason that the shining was so slow was john carpenter made those slow roll he was kind of the last of those slow roll horror guys Wes craven went the opposite direction and like you see in this movie starts off hard and ends hard yeah, yeah. like he he Good goes full stroke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> full stroke yeah full stroke Full yeah. stroke. The only thing, the only thing I think he falters a little bit on, and this is typical of, of the horror genre in general, is just the emotional scenes. They they slip a little bit. They're not quite as engrossing. Yeah. Well, they're, they're over the top. A lot of it. You know, yeah. But uh, the scary stuff is not, fucking amazing. Yeah. So it Nef makes Campbell up for it. Up, but that opening scene with with uh, Drew, mm -hmm. that's over the top. She's just screaming, blah blah, and she's not. You know, I don't know. I think the scariest scene, the scariest shot of the entire movie is is. Uh, Drew Barrymore hung up from the tree. Yeah, agreed. it's it's that's Start terrifying. Yeah, yeah, that would have made a good a good post. And how right before that, her boyfriend um, is sitting in the chair, and then all of a sudden he's gutted, and like right, and it's falling out of him. <laughs> for a guy that for a guy that has no lines in this whole movie, he shows up in a lot of dialogue. Like he's talked about like until about the halfway point mm -hmm. of the movie. Like he keeps coming up. People were more upset about him dying than Drew Barrymore. Well, he had his Letterman jacket on and all that good stuff. He must have been a pretty popular guy, maybe. I don't know. As far as well, yeah, he was captain of the football those team. Things He's go, supposed to lead the football go. team. He can't yeah. even, you know. <laughs> <laughs> can't take out two goons <laughs> in a fucking Halloween costume. <laughs> so we talked about Matthew Lillard a little bit earlier, but I want to highlight his character because he makes this movie, mm -hmm. like you said, mm -hmm. and his his. One-liners are fucking amazing. I I don't know if they were scripted or if they were, if if they were. Uh, I can see like the improv. as if one not yeah. being scripted, like, like his as if line, as if. and and just just, just the way he talks. Yeah. You know, he goes into that goofy voice, goofy stoner voice. And then the so best West line Coast. in the whole goddamn movie is he's on the phone with with Sydney Nev Campbell's character, and she's like, "So Billy told me about his motive. What's yours?" And he's bleeding out, so he's a little woozy. And he goes, <laughs> "No, he actually peer says, pressure. I'm feeling a little woozy here, man." <laughs> he goes, "Peer pressure. I'm too sensitive." And then Billy takes the phone away from him, <laughs> and then comes to say, "My mom and daddy are so yeah. <laughs> literally bleeding out of the mouth." Like, I'm, you think you were a little too deep, man? Well, they go for stomach stabs. Which yeah, is go, like, remember, go to the side. Don't go too deep. Aside man. from like being set on fire, like drowning to death, like getting stabbed or shot Some in the stomach the worst, yeah. is like the worst way to fucking go. And he's just like, mm -hmm. "Yeah, go for my stomach, not too deep, and not like sideways in the abdomen." It's like, I thought, it's I like, like this Jesus. movie was going. <laughs> Punch the wall or something a few times. They, they did it realistically, yeah. though. Because in, in a lot of movies, you know, you get shot or you get stabbed and immediately you're dead. But right. here, they show that it takes time to bleed out. Like, yeah, getting stabbed in the stomach can be a fatal wound, but it takes time. Because it's not it's not all of a sudden you're dead. It's not yes. like a... a Blood's you got get stabbed in the heart. He says yeah. it a couple of times. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm losing a lot of blood. Yeah. And he's like, I think I'm dying. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, over a course of like five minutes, uh, I, I do have to retract my emotional statement a little bit. That moment where Matthew Little, did, I think I'm dying, man. <laughs> as funny as his delivery is, it is emotional. It's like, oh shit, I actually wanted him to survive. Mm -hmm. Like, I want Billy to burn in hell, but <laughs> yeah. I want this I guy want just, Stu to live. But like, he, he just succumbed to peer pressure. Exactly, we all do yeah, that, man. We all, it's okay. Yeah, peer pressure, yeah, for sure. Because he, like he said, what's 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 the one? What's the the sample you put on there? The. Uh, Watch a few movies. Watch a few movies. Take a few notes. It's, it's a game to him. Watch man. a few movies. Take a few notes. 
It was fun. Right? And it was. Yeah, I mean, the, and his, it took his stab in the fucking gut. <laughs> yeah. His intonation so is impeccable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He deserved a be- a bigger career. Like, he... He was in some good stuff, but I I would really love to see Matthew Lillard come back and just rock Hollywood. Maybe he's the maybe he's the I could the vil, or the victim in Scream Five. <laughs> well, it's a continuation. It's not a remake or a reboot. Yeah, it's it's yeah, actually yeah. a continuation nice. of the whole story. Nice. So it, it's supposed to be from what I was reading, like twenty years down the line. Obviously, it's they're they're sticking to the real H2O, timeline. H two O Halloween. Yeah, style, true. Call out John Carpenter. Again. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So, unfortunately, no Matthew Lillard there. (laughs) But, I mean, fuck, dude. He's a great actor. Mm -hmm. Skeet Ulrich, too, but... Yeah, I'm not going to back that one up as hard as Lillard, but... (laughs) No, I I don't think Skeet Ulrich deserved (laughs) as big of a career as Matthew Lillard does. We've talked on it a bunch throughout this whole series about Mm -hmm. uh, comedic actors Mm -hmm. being able to, A, go into a horror movie like this. Like you said, he still was kind of Lillard in this, but... Years later, I would love to see that dude come back yeah. and just like play like a real psychopath and like mm. a real Absolutely. horror movie. Yeah, I'm not that this isn't a real horror movie. No, you, you, I, know I know what, what I'm you saying. Mean. Like, like take on that the non Lillard role. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about other comedians. He'd be the next Joker. Yeah. He would, you know, <laughs> if, if you want to talk Batman, like I think <laughs> this is where my nerd's gonna come out. <laughs> Any chance, Josh? He's he would, utility no, already. He would have made a really good Riddler. Yeah. Unfortunately, that role has been taken. But I mean. There's there's a whole bunch of of like goofy Batman villains that he could take take over. Well, Jim like, Carrey did it well. You know the Mad Hatter he could take mm-hmm. over. I mean Calendar Man is really dumb, but Lillard could make him scared. Right, you can't do any of the swole ones like Bane or Iceman. Right, but dude, you give him another twenty years or fifteen, the dude could be Alfred or even Scarecrow. Like <laughs> give him, give him you know Scarecrow. Scarecrow would be perfect. Scarecrow actually. would be perfect. That would be cool. That's a good one. Yeah, he. He deserves more. Hollywood. Listen I know you're up. listening. Listen Matthew up. Lillard, fan of the pod. Listen up, Warner <laughs> Brothers. Salt Lake City punk. <laughs> oh, we love you, dude. Um, yeah, we do. Shout out to Lillard. I mean, I'm out of notes. You guys got more? I don't know, man. I think this I could talk about well. this movie forever. Yeah, no, it's a good flick for sure. This is usually where I th- start throwing in the fan theories, mm-hmm. but the. You know, I I usually shit on the ones that are easily debunked and only give mm-hmm. credit to the ones that like. Are fine and like and give like, credit to, like but for this one, new. for this one, it's like the only good ones I saw are like, do it's Dewey, but like mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense without the further, yeah. like you know, there's more of an argument moving forward where it's like you could shut down like ten different things after mm-hmm. watching one movie. So maybe we'll touch back on yeah. that too. And but. this movie, I didn't think was mo wasn't much of a thinker movie. Mm-hmm. It was like just you're entertained from front to back. You know, yeah. what I mean, it wasn't like they didn't leave. Up, there wasn't a lot of ominous tones or dramatic. Uh, sequencing going on it was just pretty it was a nice like, like we talked about before yeah. like a, kind of a point of view like you're in yeah. you're in it you know so it was kind of just it moved well it it held mm-hmm. the attention great i mean it, it was it was actually pretty long for that mm-hmm. style it was i think it was 150 Hour minutes something like that yeah. yeah which is pretty decent i mean it was know? a true mystery you know what i yeah. mean like that's what holds this movie together is is it's not like you look at uh halloween or or movies in that vein the killer doesn't have any mystery behind them. You know who the fuck they are. Mm. They're either su- a supernatural person or mm. it's just that guy. Yep. And in this one, there is a, a great mystery element to it that you you don't want to believe it's Billy that's mm. killing people. You never suspect yeah. Stu. This that's is, why I like your theory. Like The crowd is in mm-hmm. on it. You know what I mean? You never expect yeah. you're the killer. No, that's... Yeah. <laughs> and the suspense builds yeah. without... I don't know. So many, so many directors and... and and things they take their time to build and build and build and build until it's like one giant climax. This was mm-hmm. like 
the hits just kept coming. I yeah. mean, it, and it was funny. It was interesting. I don't. I didn't realize how much I liked this movie until I rewatched it. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say that for sure. And I do have a newfound respect for this movie and Mr. Wes Craven. Nice mm-hmm. work. Well, R.I.P. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's a shame that we lost him because I'd love to see what he would do with the fifth one. But I mean, this first installment, like you said, it, I remembered liking it, but mm. it definitely jumped up and it was a few de- dozen it was spots of, on my list. Kind of part of like our a child, our childhood. You know, it mm-hmm. was like it was part of it. Like it was, it was there everywhere. Was so many of it, and like the that that so, that fall you know what mm-hmm. i mean everybody and their mom was dressing up as ghosts right you know? everybody and it was like and i had like glow in the dark ones now and you know, whatever that was that was Great the flip. last that was so I, I grew up really conservative but that was the last year that i was allowed to go trick-or-treating and part of it was there were so many costumes like that mm-hmm. that i was getting freaked the fuck out <laughs> like I'm, I'm just like i won't drop city names here but yeah, there's yeah. a town about a half hour from here where i was living at the time and uh, our apartment complex was just full of creepy kids that were four years older than me that loved to torture <laughs> yeah, me with Ghostface. We're, we're, we're a little bit older than you by, I think, what, three or four years. But it's a, it's a big crossover from four to eight or mm-hmm. eight to 12. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's freshman year to high, or yeah. freshman mm-hmm. to sophomore. That's fifth to eighth grade or whatever. But, like, it's not much now, but you look back at the experience. Like, when this movie came out, I was just in, like, first grade. Mm-hmm. And for you guys, it was a different experience. It was much more yeah, of a we cultural like, thing we for fifth, you guys. Fourth or fifth, yeah. yeah. Well, heck yeah. I think that's gonna do it, bud. Yeah, that's, that's probably yeah. that's probably gonna do All it. Right. Well, right. Thanks, guys. This was fun. This was a lot of fun. So, let's talk plugs. You can find me personally on Twitter at the Price Is Right three one two. That's R I G H T. Um, you can find me on Instagram at the Forgetful Writer three one two. We're posting pictures from uh, production and our sets now. Um, you can find our other articles and other projects on thepriceisright.com. Um, I should probably iterate that it's the underscore price underscore is underscore right underscore underscore <laughs> because I forgot that the original IP was taken. But anyway, you can find our <laughs> stuff there. Otherwise. Uh, our other podcasts and stuff, uh, we got some new projects coming down the line. Uh, can be found anywhere you listen to your uh, your f- other favorite podcasts. All right. Josh, Bear. No, 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 no. You wrote a book, man. What? You wrote a book? <laughs> when? I don't, like... I did? Two, last year? Two years ago? I wrote a book. Don't feel oh, the yeah. Reaper. I wrote a book called Reaper. <laughs> so it's a young adult fantasy novel. Uh... <laughs> It's a young adult fantasy novel called Reaper. It's the first in a series called The Gatekeepers. And you can find it on Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, anywhere online where you buy your books in hardcover, softcover, and uh, ebook. And we're thinking about doing an audiobook next year. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Stay busy. Stay busy. You gotta, gotta hustle. Amen. Gotta hustle. You can find me on Twitter at uh, the Fozcaster. Check us out. We're going to be putting up some new stuff here soon, like Josh mentioned. And also, I wanted to add... We've been getting, we've been catching our stride a little bit, and we're getting a lot of love from you guys, um, likes, mentions, shares. So I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you, and we appreciate you. Yeah, thanks a lot for listening, guys. It's been fun for us doing this. Hopefully, it's been fun for you guys listening too. Uh, you guys can find me at Twitter and IG at Shasti Got Bands, B A N D Z. And Josh, what's our uh, where can they find us on Patreon? Oh yeah, um, the Price Is Right uh, dot Patreon dot com. 
Um, there you'll find a couple of our bonus episodes and some some fun little extras. Got again, we got more good stuff coming down the line for our patrons. Um, I'd also like to shout out our uh, our three new patrons this week. Um, we got Steph, we've got uh, Violet, and oh, I had it written down here somewhere. There's another one. I apologize. I will get one. your name in the next one. <laughs> We're doing uh, another podcast yeah. in five minutes. <laughs> we appreciate you. I'll, Thanks, I'll make guys. sure I, I shout you out personally yeah. twice, beginning Thanks, and the end. <laughs> Say goodbye. Yeah, that's too. I think she wants a motive. <laughs> hmm. I don't really believe in motive, Sid. I mean, did Norman Bates have a motive? No. Did they ever really decide why Hannibal Lecter liked to eat people? Don't think so. See, it's a lot scarier when there's no motive, Sid.